And we are super psyched to welcome our newest sponsor, Thunder Road Guitars. Thunder Road Guitars is the Pacific Northwest best source for premium, new, used, and vintage guitars, amplifiers, and pedals. Online or in their Seattle, that's West Seattle, or Portland stores. You'll find fantastic customer service and a terrific vibe. I know because I'm in there a lot. Grab a cup of coffee, swing on in, don't spill your coffee, and check it all out. And now if you use code TOURSTORIES10, you can get 10% off at thunderroadguitars.com. Yes, that's me playing guitar. Hello, big news from our friends over at DistroKid. They now have an app. This app works on iOS and Android, of course, and it's available in the Apple Store and Google Play Stores and all the stores where you buy apps. Go check it out. It's got a lot of cool features. You can upload new releases. You can get notified when you've earned royalties. Awesome. You can withdraw from the app via push notifications. A little dangerous for me, but rad. Anyways, go check it out. It's all at distrokid.com app. And don't forget, you can still get 30% off your DistroKid account by going to distrokid.com VIP slash tour stories. Have a great one. We continue to celebrate our friends and partners over at Isotope, and we got some big news for you. The gold standard of audio repair, RX11, is coming in May. In the meantime, you can buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All at isotope.com. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E.com. All right, Sam, we're rolling. All right. How's it going, man? Good. How are you? Pretty good. I mean, I'm definitely surviving. I'm breathing. My family's breathing. We're eating. You know, we're doing pretty good. How's everything for you? Where are you? I'm in Los Angeles. Oh, is that where um, you live? I live here. Yeah, I live in uh, in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing okay. You know, it's weird. It's been such a crazy, weird time. And I just kind of locked down and got really inspired creatively and and part of me has felt like kind of weird and almost like guilty that I've felt like I've been able to like really thrive in a in a creative way through all this time and uh I've kind of been in this little bubble especially because my girl she's asthmatic so I got to be really careful like about she's high risk you know so I got to be really careful so even you know once the George Floyd thing happened and this amazing movement happened like I really wanted to go out and be able to protest, but I, I really, I needed to be extra conscientious about, you know, just precautions because I don't want my girl to get sick and die, you know? So, um, and that felt kind of weird, like the energy yeah. shifted and, and I didn't feel as free and just like in my little zone, I wanted to be out there and there was helicopters and sirens and I could feel the energy and wanted to go be part of it. But, yeah, I don't know, man. It's a weird time. It's a weird time, and hopefully some positive things are happening. And There's a zone up here in Seattle called CHOP, cop-free, peaceful protest gathering spot. And oh, wow. um, I've gone and checked it out a few times, but we haven't marched as a family much. I have an in-law with a lung issue, an in-law being my father-in-law. 
brought them into the fold finally to see their grandson and spend some time with us and, you know, still from a distance. But the risk of him getting sick is pretty high and a couple other things. So got a protest in March with my wallet, with yeah. my brain. There you go. Not my feet, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, how's the family doing? Everyone Family's good? okay. Yeah, everybody's okay. You know, my parents are high risk as well. Uh, everybody's got their own quarantine situation and, uh, you know, kind of separate quarantine situations. We're kind of spread out all over the place. So, uh, but yeah, everybody seems to be surviving and going through various levels of hardship and, you know, feeling trapped, feeling like they want to do something and feeling like they want to go march or not, or, you know, like everybody's okay. Yeah. Yeah. What's your day-to-day like? You have a daily routine? It's been changing. You know, I actually just came out to the beach. Since I've been out here, I wake up real early. When the quarantine first started, I was up really late. Like I tend to, when I'm on some, like on some music shit, like I get later and later. And my just, my natural state of being when I'm making music is stay up all night see the sunrise, make music all night, sleep during the day. So for the first like two months or so of quarantine, that's all I did is made music. Like I was just on a music tear. It was the most music I made for many years. And it it felt great. I was so inspired. I was so isolated and like just in my little world. And then about a month ago, I came out to the beach uh, my brother is not here, so I came out to the beach and started staying out here. And I got a little recording set up here as well. But I started working on some more, like, kind of film projects, uh, like this short film and music video thing I'm working on, and some other kind of stuff. And more like finishing stuff up, not writing music. And yeah. then my day just shifted. Like, all of a sudden, I was like waking up at 6 a.m. every morning. I'd go jump in the ocean most mornings. Nice. And then by nine o'clock I've like already like got exercise showered and then like I work from like nine to six on, on creative stuff that's nice yeah it's time to just do stuff that you always want to do but you don't have time like I started playing piano like for an hour every day and mm-hmm. taking music theory lessons and just like ah, oh, you know I want to use this time to better myself did you study music No, not really. Like when I was like a little kid, I did. I studied some music and uh, then pretty much since I was like 10 years old, I haven't studied any. I wish I had. I wish I had. But I'm learning. I'm I'm getting better and better, you know, but I'm still garbage. I'm pretty much garbage at every instrument. I can like get by on every instrument, but Uh I'm pretty much garbage on all of them. So outside of the obvious, and I don't want to underplay the, the murder of George Floyd, obviously, and the other massive things that are happening right now with the DACA, et cetera. But is there anything in the media that's been like a byproduct of what's going on that's got your attention or been striking to you? Um, an example being the people taking down these fucking Confederate statues, which is amazing. Yeah. Okay, so starting with quarantine, in the beginning of quarantine, I just shut off because it was uh-huh. so much news and so much crap that I just was kind of like, all right, I, I need to just shut off. I'm just going to get in my own creative world. So for the first, like, 10 days or so, I just didn't, like, look at my – I turned off my phone. I wasn't looking at social media. And then, like, about two weeks into it, I opened up Instagram, and suddenly there felt like this, like, amazing – community of people coming together online 
that was really inspiring. And so I spent like, I don't know, a while just like collaborating with people on Instagram, like just sampling people straight off their stories and then sending them stuff back and saying, hey, who wants to like anybody got a baseline for this? And people were just record a baseline. I get it off Instagram. And and that was just like a microcosm of one thing that I felt that was really inspiring by everybody being so isolated was it kind of was bringing people together in this other way. Uh, that was really awesome. And, and, you know, you can see it with people coming together, even with these versus music battles and, and, uh, you know, this is obviously all pre George Floyd, uh, but, but there did really feel like something special that was happening online with communal creativity. And I'm somebody that loves collaborating and working with people and, and having a creative community around me. So that felt really awesome. And then, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, since George Floyd happened and this movement happened, I think there's a clarity that people are having on what it means to be African-American and live in this country and the day-to-day systemic oppression that people are living with that maybe we had a concept of it or an idea of it, but I think there's been a real clarity to how hard that is. And I think people are like really listening and paying attention in a new way where they are feeling it in a very personal way. And uh, I'm hopeful that, you know, that this, it just feels so ubiquitous and so powerful that I'm hoping it it just becomes this thing that is unstoppable that actually does make progress you know i mean obviously we've heard this before even like 5 years ago but this one feels different yeah and to your point it's raised awareness i think people are seeing the light at least a little bit especially the people that want to you know yeah and hopefully the people that don't want to they can't turn their eyes away from it anymore it's like you know hopefully yeah. it's like it's such a strong movement that it's like yeah it's just undeniable no matter who the hell you are yeah good point i mean that's progress right there yep yep have you been able to read or watch anything that's not news you reading any books any tv well yeah i've been watching a lot man i've been watching a lot of great stuff i just watched last night i am not your negro it's a james baldwin documentary so did i Last night? Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, that was really powerful and, uh, you know, felt like, I mean, that happened kind of on the heels of the 2015 Black Lives Matter movement, but it felt like maybe an important thing to watch right now, and that was really powerful. And, uh, I mean, what else? I've been watching a bunch of documentaries. I watched this documentary called uh, Capitalism in the 21st Century like a week ago that doesn't introduce really any new ideas that I was unfamiliar with, although maybe some statistics I was, but it uh-huh. it basically outlines like just how gross the disparity between the haves and haves not and like what this kind of unregulated capitalism has like meant to our society. Yeah. That it's just further just splintering, you know, and that was, you know, it was again like it was stuff that I kind of knew, but it stated it eloquently. Yeah, for me, seeing stuff like that, you know, you you might have that kind of info in the back of your mind, but if you see it again and it it is delivered eloquently, 
then you can talk about it. it gives you that power at least for me you know i'm yeah. a little dumb so <laughs> I, I need refresher courses all the time uh how about touring this year did you have a lot of touring scheduled did you have shows scheduled I did not have too much touring scheduled, and I haven't done any. I actually have my first Twitch stream set. I played one DJ set just for friends, like via Zoom. Like we just had this big dance party. Yeah. Uh, and that's the only time I've DJed since all this happened. And uh, I'm doing, yeah, like I said, I'm doing uh, my first Twitch stream set on Tuesday. It seems really fun. Like I got a bunch of friends that are really into streaming and doing DJ sets. I had fun with my friends. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see what it's going to feel like, you know, performing for a bunch of strangers online. Right. But, uh, I mean, obviously you don't get the that instant kind of energy feedback that you get being on stage and feeling people respond directly to your music. And uh, But I guess in the comments section, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's right. a, It's going to be a first. God, I feel like that's going to be my kid's band's name, comment section. <laughs> It's a good name for a band. Yeah. In twenty years from now, that's like I mean that's like our our society now. You could just say we're like a we're just it's all commentarians. That's right. Are you going to be touring next year? Uh, I'm sure I will. I mean, my album yeah. is coming out. You know, next week, a week next from week. today. Yeah, yeah, twenty six. And uh, so I'm assuming I'm going to be doing more online stuff between now and the end of the year, and then hopefully once the world starts to open up again. I'd love to go, you know, get some shows. And I just, it's, you know, everything's up in the air right now. It's kind of all yeah. unknown, but yeah, I love touring and I love, I love traveling in general. I love seeing different parts of the world and especially going overseas and Asia and South America. And, you know, I feel like doing it through sharing your art and music, is such a great way to do it. Yeah. We got to get you on tour so you can come back on and give me a tour story. I, I thought of a couple tour stories I can give yeah. you. Yeah. All right. Well, let's um, play uh, Don't Give Up. That sounds good, yeah. You like that let's song? I like it. I like it, too. Here it is. Y'all ready to travel with us? NASA! NASA! Bust a bus! See ya! Rush your blood to the head Walk through the fire rings of crimson and red I never fall till my body was cold I close my eyes and I lose all To look any further if you seek you will find the truth is you will ponder them deeper thoughts in your mind so undefeated only thing left to conquer is time y'all see me at the top of every mountain i climb and then i leave my mark like on every piece of paper i signed like i'm writing the bible my every word is divine and never will give up so we always stick with the grind and if i get better with time i know when the rich of my prime you in the front what turn up and get bucked now with the blood boy roll up do what you want and throw it up see the click they get the cut of yo what's up what yeah we out tearing shit up and speaking to the universe i wish the sound could travel Faster. Talking to galaxies, that's why I'm traveling with NASA. We'll see you riding shotgun and she even brought a pastor. In case you don't believe a word I said, then you can ask her. You can ask, 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 you can ask,
give up through the public slander Attacks in the media to try to bury me like Kafa under the stadium I rose from ashes, dust to dust You know the scenario, Spiegel and bus a bus Fuck with us, the flow is unfuckwittable All critics jump off the genitals, please Laugh into the bank through the ridicule He has a problem like Apollo 13 A man on a mission, playing like a pro through the antidepressants My mind is a weapon, yeah I might got a couple screws loose Sam slow the beat down like screw juice Quicker than the competition I saw the future when they lost the vision I give them hell but I never give in The God fell from grace to be newly risen Nice, man. Thank you. <laughs> That's some hope right there, right? Don't give up. Yeah. The song started with Sia, and I think for Sia, the song was kind of about mental health and feeling like you're losing it, and, you know, she's had whatever her own particular struggles and, you know, with depression, and I assume that's where that came from. And I connected with it, you know, having been through, like, I had Lyme disease in, like, 2011 and felt like I just had lost all hope and I just had nothing wow. worth living for. And and uh, that was really my kind of personal connection to it and uh, and then kind of built the song around there. And, uh, you know, for I think for B- Busta was interesting because he just took it. His take on that is I'm just an unstoppable force and nothing you can do can keep me from being great, which is uh-huh. you know, obviously an empowering message. Yeah, you want that energy. Yeah. And Busta. I mean, he's Busta Rhymes, you know, like uh, one That's of insane. my favorite ever MCs. Uh, so, yeah, and then it was really interesting because uh, once Busta got on there, uh, I was just like listening to a lot of like new rap mm-hmm. and... I love old school. I love golden era hip hop. I love new rap. But one thing I noticed with new rap is like a lot of it, even the most energetic thugged out shit, it's like kind of codeined out. It's very chill. Mm -hmm. And there's not a lot of rappers around now that have that sort of charisma and just power and energy like like Busta has. Yeah. And so, yeah. And Busta has that, yeah, crazy hyper energy. And so it was like actually really a struggle figuring out like, okay, well, who's going to be on here on the second verse that's not going to just feel completely dwarfed by like Busta's just monstrous energy. And uh, Vic Mensa is somebody like I've admired his music a lot and I've known him personally and thought he was a, a interesting person. And uh, he's got that power in him and he's got that energy. I think it comes from like, angst or some darkness in him and then he he killed it i was really happy with him so that's out on the 26 right that's out on the 26 it comes out with the album and then what's the album called the album is called random shit from the internet era Uh and so uh on the 26 with the album and with the song i had this concept i met this young dancer girl just because she was like posting videos dancing to my music and I saw her and like, I just was instantly like, man, this girl is like amazing. She's so powerful. She has so much pain and power and just sadness. She just lays it all out there with all of her dance. And she had this crazy story. She's, you know, at the time she was 
18, but she's lived like a thousand lives. And uh, she's struggled with depression as well. And because of that, I kind of connected to her story and connected it with the song, Don't Give Up. So we made, we're actually in the process of, we're about to go shoot a short film. Uh, that's kind of a snippet from her life. I don't want to ruin the, the film too much, but it's a snippet of her life. It takes place in a, in a, like a, a hospital. And it's kind of, it shows a little bit about how she used dance, which is her greatest passion to kind of help her transcend her deep depression. And uh, to, for me, it connected to the song a lot. There's a behind-the-scenes piece that's just from the dance rehearsals that's coming out on the day of the album as kind of a music video piece. And then later we're going to release this short film. All right. Yeah. Cool. Sorry to digress. I was no, no, I like it. it. Yeah. I like it. And then to answer your question about the, the name, yeah, it's called Random Shit from the Internet Era, and it's I named it that just because it's basically, you know, like I've had these different projects – like NASA and a project called Maximum Headroom, which is with the singer from Sepultura. It's like this kind of weirdo cyber, cyber sexual psychedelic project. And I've had these different projects that was always really specific. And over the years, I've made all this music that I really liked, but didn't fit. Like my projects were always so conceptual and specific. If I didn't make a song with that in mind, it wouldn't really fit on the projects I was making. So I had all this great music that I wanted to release but it hadn't fit on anything conceptually yet. And so I was like, I got to just put all this music out. And uh, so that's why I called it random shit from the internet era. Cause I it's basically you. yeah, like just a bunch of random stuff. I love that doesn't tie together conceptually, but just songs that I love that I needed to get out into the world. There you go. It's tied together with the title of the record. That's <laughs> <laughs> all you needed to do. Yeah. Anything been on repeat in your house last week? Oh man, this last week I've been really into. Uh, there's an artist called Mape from Sweden who's mm-hmm. like an old friend. I actually didn't even realize she had put a record out last year, and I just discovered it, and I love it. It's like all I've been listening to for the last week. It's great. It's such a great cool. album. Mape. Mape. M A P E I. So I right. listen to her a lot. Oh, Run the Jewels. New Run the Jewels. Damn. Yeah, powerful. That's an insane record. It's so good. I mean, all the records are always great. I'm going to let you go here in a sec, but first, you got any advice for the people to get through their day, mental health, physical health? Yeah, I've just been trying to practice more mindfulness, uh-huh. and w- and this has been helpful to me. Is like I'll wake up, and then I just think about, okay, what do I have to do today? Okay, these are the things I want to accomplish today. To accomplish those things in the best way, this is the frame of mind I have to be in. You know, if it's like, if the the things I'm accomplishing, I have to have some heavy conversations. I'll be like, okay, today I'm going to be really, I'm going to listen really well, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be really thoughtful and patient. Or today I just need to be relentless, you know, and I kind of like almost do this thing. I can almost feel it in my brain. I'm like... I'm shifting my brain to like try and tool it up to approach the day at my most powerful. That's like setting a bunch of little mechanical goals for yourself and applying them. Yeah. Yeah, nice. daily. Yeah. All right. Well, um, thanks for your time. Thanks Appreciate for having it. me, man. It's fun, yeah. fun to chat. All right. Let's get a tour story in the near future. Okay. We'll send you, uh, we'll send you one. Talk to you later. All right, brother. Good to talk to you, man. Take care. 